Well, you know, you're, you're sitting in your family room, let's say, or somewhere where your television is, and you're watching the good old boob tube, they call it, the television, yeah? <laughs> and they come on, and they start to, you know, all these people, and they're selling some sort of a pill or magic dust or something else that's going to do something for you, make you think smarter, run harder, or, you know, do something, whatever. All the claims are all over the place. And then you kind of, you know, they're everywhere now. And I don't know if these are all worldwide. We're going to find out. But they're certainly all over the states. And, you know, when those come on, first of all, at the very limited moment I'm watching television because I don't watch much anyways. But if I do have it on to see the news or a, or a big sports game is the only thing I would give a rat's ass about, not the rest of it. But if I did and that came on, I would definitely mute that. I would not listen to it because you know why, friends? <laughs> I don't trust and I don't like and I am telling you right up front, Big Pharma. I'm speaking about Big Pharma. All these pills and magic dust that are going to create, you know, all kinds of benefits in life and so on and so forth. Now, I say that to you and then some people would say, now, wait a minute, Malcolm. <laughs> Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing, or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Big Pharma has done an awful lot out there, and they've cured, cured, they helped a lot of things, a lot of pills and medicines and what have you, but this is a multi-part conversation today, friends, because when you look at the bureaucracy behind Big Pharma, you know, there are people who think there's a cure for cancer right this very second. Absolutely. And I, I've researched this, and they believe the cure for cancer exists, but Big Pharma doesn't want it out there. Now, you would scratch your head and say, well, why? Why would that be? We'll try to answer that today on life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. This is Malcolm Out Loud here. And friends, we are going to tackle this topic. It's an interesting one, Big Pharma, because you've got a lot of sides to this conversation. Our co-host today, Linda Martinelli, is here. She's an entrepreneur, owner, and president of Proforma Graphic Print Source. Jenna Smith, a psychotherapist. She's a coach, human being expert, and all-around smart lady, I'll tell you. Taz Thornton is here. You talk about smart. She's the best-selling author, UK's number one inspirational breakthrough speaker, and don't step in Taz's way or she'll step back on you. And Missy Crutchfield is here, co-founder of Gandhi's B Magazine of Gandhi Global Center for Peace. And we've had some of the most interesting conversations and shows, Missy, that you've been involved in as well. I think you just like to start a lot of trouble. No, I don't. I just like to wake people up. That was like a four-syllable no. <laughs> well, I'm Southern, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you always blame it on the Southern. Do you eat grits, by the way? Oh, yeah, I love them with vegan cheese and, and garlic and all kinds of goodies. You yeah. are Southern. I hate grits. My golly. Oh, mm. my boy. Okay. And when, fried grits. Fried, fried grits. grits. Oh, that's even oh. better for your system, I'm sure. Well, now, now that we got all that out of the way and everybody with the grits will tell me an email, say, oh, what's the matter with grits, Malcolm? Um, so if I'm going to have grits, I better have a glass of straight gin after the grits to, 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 to round it out or something, you know? Anyways, here we are, friends. Big Pharma. Let's talk about this thing. So listen, there are a lot of reports on this, but I, the commercials, the commercials, the commercials. Jenna, do they run these commercials in Canada? I I also don't watch a lot of TV, um, but I 
think I do, but not the same degree. When it's American television, because we have Canadian broadcasting and American broadcasting, right. you can definitely tell the difference. They're very um, oh. spectacular sounding, you know, very big acclaims and, you know, all that kind of thing to like make sure people want to have it just like you would a uh, product. You now, know, you, like now, when, you, when you hear that, you're saying, you know, that it's American, right? Yeah, I guess oh, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. There's a different oh, yeah. uh, okay. sales. Uh, there's a certain energy. There's like well, that yeah. Hollywood thing. You yeah, know, they lie like hell. Let me code that <laughs> for you, please. They lie like <laughs> hell. You know, they walk out and say, well, you'll look 20 years younger. Your heel will grow like Fabio and you'll just be amazing. You'll be the beauty queen or something. You know, just take this pill. <laughs> And then you wonder, what the hell is up with that? Yeah, those are over the top, aren't they, Jenna? You know, you, you, yeah. when you just said Jenna, I just want to tell folks. Now, Jenna is, all the women here are nothing short of brilliant. These are extraordinary women on this show. Make no mistake about it. Don't ask me what I'm doing swimming with them. I have no idea, friends. But I'm here. You know, they say surround yourself with brilliant people and you'll look smart. Well, now you know what my secret to life is, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, Jenna, when you just said that about the television, right? And you say, yep. I, don't, I don't watch a lot of it, this or that. Just take a moment, and everybody, I want you to think about what she just said a moment, okay? Because there's a point i got to make, because I don't watch television. The point is, if you're going to embrace life fully, and you're going to have a full, well-rounded life, Jenna, I can't see how one does that, sitting on the couch watching, you know, CSI Istanbul or, you know, Law and Order Arizona or, you know, or, or some freakaloid program or some reality thing, The Biggest Loser and all that. I mean, I, what is the attraction to this crap? Do you have any idea? Uh, well, you know, I actually was just talking about this yesterday that there's like the consuming, blindly consuming, blindly, well, the TV, obviously you're not going to be blind, but just not choosing what actually you want to watch because i'm not against film and television altogether i do like netflix i do watch I like watching films and i like deciding when i watch it how i watch Amen. it and what i watch Amen. that's the difference i think it's the commercials on in the background and i was speaking about the last show we did with the elder community and there's there's sort of a uh, the wisdom doesn't seem to hold up the same way and then i thought oh tv all a lot of them are watching tv all the time so they're getting all of these messages all the time instead of reading instead of developing their wisdom instead of getting together and having conversations so i was just talking about just having tv on just because it's on that's where i think it gets a little out there and i think it's just people don't know how to be with themselves and be in silence and and they've gotten used to this distraction and oh look at the shiny thing you know like right, i think that's right, just been a, a right. slow burn well, I'm sort of like you in that regard. And ladies, I don't mind a good film now and then on, like you say, the Netflix thing. I mean, by golly, that's a great value, that thing is. I ought to get them on as a yeah. sponsor for us or something. We're going to promote them, <laughs> Jenna, you know. <laughs> but uh, I don't mind that either. A great a great movie or something on an evening. I can deal with that. I don't like the whole thing where it's, you know, uh, these series and all of these. But anyways, I know we're off topic, but it actually is the same topic. And I'll tell you why, ladies. Let me make the connection for you right now. What we put into ourselves is what we get out of ourselves. So I firmly believe that. And it's the psychological twist that a lot of advertisers, uh, certainly Big Pharma is one of those, that are trying to twist your brain around so that you believe all of this crap out there. And I think a lot of people, sadly, buy into it. And I think a lot of vulnerable people who actually want to be better, they want to look better, but they don't quite, uh, you know, it's not going to happen with that magic product or something. Taz, what about you in the U.K.? 
Talk to me about these uh, commercials. Do you have them out there where they make all these insane claims or what have you? No, no. It's, it's much tougher over here in terms of regulation. And we don't have ads like that out here. You know, we, we occasionally get an advert for an indigestion remedy. But outside of that, it doesn't really happen. I suspect it will happen more and more. But honestly, you know, my, my wife and I sometimes, if we've been out to the States and we watch some of the, the, the medical commercials right. out there, it, we sit and giggle because honestly, you, you make all these amazing claims, mm-hmm. and then you've got to take another advert on the back end of that to tell you about all the counterindications. Oh, you know what's funny, Taz? When you're in, they're in the spot there, and all of a sudden they say, "And if you take this pill, your hair may fall out. You may be limp Absolutely. for weeks and months, and you'll have a miserable life." But friends, the benefits are still there. Go ahead and take Razmadaz. Absolutely. But it's interesting the connection you make to TV because I've, I've long been been thinking this. In fact, we've talked about this lots in our house. And forgive me if I'm stepping ahead of the game here, but let's just think about it for a moment. For a lot of the big pharmaceutical companies and indeed for, for fashion, makeup, all of them as well, they need us to be in a state of dis-ease. They need us to be in a state of depression, anxiety, stress. They need the fellas out there to be struggle, struggling to get the, the little man up. They need us to be sick and you know how is our mood controlled so much of the time through the media the media we we compare we look at all the the bright perfect lives out there we feel bad about our own life and then we have to go and reach for the drugs that the big farmers provide so there's definitely a link there and i might be sounding like such a conspiracy theorist here but what we're talking about taz is that these are the greatest salespeople on the planet you know these are oh yeah yeah that's absolutely They, they, and they need to keep us down. Yeah. They need to keep us down. They, they keep us deaf, dumb, and stupid. I mean, we're like, oh, yeah. man, yeah, we need these pills. <laughs> so we yeah. take them or whatever. But I don't like a lot of that stuff. Okay, so now here's the real moment of truth. Linda Martinelli, how much of this crap are you taking? I, you know, virtually nothing. I, I, I'm lucky enough to be pretty darn healthy, and I, I just don't, I don't believe in putting things in my body that I don't need in my body. But to your point about the the commercials, uh, I I don't even know why all that's on TV, to be honest with you, because I would prefer that my doctor and I decide what I take instead of me watching from TV and deciding what I take. I want to know all of the the bad things that can happen from something and uh, all the reasons that I would need to take it before I'm putting it in my body. And if you take this entire subject that we're talking about, the whole thing boils down to one thing, and that's money. Follow the money. Always is, isn't it? Always yep. is. I'm Linda, follow the, the money. Yes, and and those are so so the brand names and so forth that you're seeing on television are where the money is, rather than say a generic or because you don't see any generics being advertised on television. No, you don't. No, you don't. But then again, how how is it? You know, you you got some magic drug, and you say now go get this and just go and ask for generic. I mean, it doesn't sound really good, you know. I'll take the generic. And not only that, but it's cheaper, so they don't like that. I always buy generic when I have to. Do you, Linda, as well? Because the other stuff's the same stuff the pharmacist says. I don't think I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to give them five cents more than I need to. You know that. No, because the, because the charge, you know, I there, there's some parts of it I'm torn about because I, I do realize the cost of research for drugs that are absolutely right. life-saving to people. Yeah. But, again, the brand names for the same thing cost far more. And why take that? All right. So a lot of the things. So Taz says and and Jenna says that they're not really running the outlandish spots that they're running here in the States. 
Missy, talk to me on all of this. Now, you hear Taz, you hear Jenna, and then yeah. Linda denies taking anything, by the way, just for the record. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I know some of you had your doubts a moment ago. but uh, So talk to me, uh, uh, Missy, on what you think. And we're talking Big Pharma here with all the commercials. And by the way, I think if I remember correctly, ladies, and maybe one of you know the answer to this, I believe there are only two countries that are over the top with medical commercials like this. And if I, and this, I don't have this written down. I just remember this from the back of my brain somewhere. I believe it's the United States. And is it, is it um, New Zealand or Iceland? New Zealand. New Zealand. Thank you. I was right. It was New Zealand or Iceland. I know it was one or the other. And right. Is that the only two countries? Missy, did you say that? Yeah, Yeah. I did. I read that. Um, there's two lobbyists. I mean, I just get so fired up about this because I mean, on every level being just being a human being trying to enjoy wellness and health in America and, and as a parent, what I've gone through with, with a very healthy, uh, my son is now 20 as, as you know, from the show, we were talking about him, but he's very energetic, very creative, very high energy and the pressure from the classroom, from elementary school for years, from teachers, from, you know, other parents, well, maybe you ought to get the prescription, the teachers, you know, he needs to be tested for ADHD and, you know, you can't blame it on other parents. You can't blame it necessarily on teachers because it really does take a village to take that to, to take things up or take them down. And the pressure from people watching the commercials, which then gives, you know, empowers people to uh, put pressure on the doctors, which then gives the doctors exactly. permission to do what the pharmaceutical companies are paying them to do. And then they're in Congress writing legislation. There's, uh, they well, spend the lobbyists. The, they, that's a they, great point. We're going to talk about yeah. in a moment. Hold on. I want to bring something back. You just said, I want to bring it to a point. And I want to ask you about what you said about the ADHD and all of this alphabet uh-huh. soup, I call it. Uh-huh. Did you ever uh-huh. put James on any of that stuff? No, they, at the school, they were pressuring me again. Exactly. These were beautiful schools wonderful teachers. I have so much respect for them. They're trying to manage large classrooms or manage any classroom. They're they're reading and getting information and and saying, okay, well, maybe this will help them, you know, score higher. Maybe this will help them be more, you know, a better student. Productive, right? And and the long term effects of some of these drugs, it's you know, suicide. It's terrible. Suicide. It's, this is this is a product. What we're talking about right now, Missy, is a product about a lot of shows we've had because we've had some pretty dramatic conversations yes. here. Okay. And this, what we're talking about right at this moment is is going to impact a whole bunch of other shows we had because you just said it right there. I think we're putting this generation and this last couple generations on too many drugs. And I find it a a, a cop-out for the education system. And I don't have the same respect you have that you were just being so respectful for a moment ago. I I think these people in the education system are trashing our kids. Okay? And I think they're doing it because they're lazy. Because it's a hell of a lot easier to have kids walking around like freaking zombies who are on stuff than kids you have to deal with. That ki- You know, kids are kids. We're all supposed to be kids. I mean, come on, Missy. I mean, I, I yes. mean hello, I, Margaret. I, I mean, come on, talk to me, Houston. What? I agree. I agree with you, Malcolm. I think you're going to find people doing it for terrible reasons. You're also going to find people that really think maybe this is something, maybe these new inventions, this great technology, better living through chemistry, right? Which is, we need to wake up on that one anyway. Um, and, and I think some teachers actually do have the best interests. They're trying to manage the classroom. They're thinking maybe this child can, 
you know, and, 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 and so finally to my personal story, they said, you know, he needs to be tested. And I knew, you know, he's highly creative. He's highly intelligent. He's got a lot of energy because Lord knows I've got uh, so much energy and gets on people's nerves sometimes, <laughs> but you know, he's a normal kid and what boy, you know, boys, just kids just have a lot of energy. Well, some and do, so, some do. You know so, what we call that so in they, my world, uh, Missy? We, kids. we call that unique. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, well, so they, they said, you know, we, I, I, I told them, fine, you can test him, but I'm not going to drug him. I'm not drugging my child. If you want to test him, if it's going to make you happy, if you want to pee, fine, take you, go ahead. And, uh, and they actually couldn't come back with a diagnosis of ADHD. They said, basically what I said, he's got a lot of energy. He's, you know, intelligent, all of that. But then I started thinking about this. So I started doing a little research and I'm calling some doctors and hearing what their recordings are. And there's a designated line for ADHD. I mean, they're over-prescribing wow. this so much wow. that you mm-hmm. can just call and just push can a button. Can you imagine now calling up ladies real. and you say, for English, press one. For Spanish, right? press two. For ADHD, for ADHD, press three. For exactly, mentally yeah. incapacitated, press four. Exactly. For you're a sucker for punishment, press five. <laughs> right. And that's what we're going toward. That's it's 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 insane. I got to right. quickly segue to Jenna because uh, because she's our psychotherapist on on on, <laughs> on staff here. You understand? She's yeah. on staff with America Out Loud to keep us all calm, cool, and collective. Jenna, tell us uh, this prescribing of medications to the little ones. What are your thoughts on that, love? Oh well, oh yeah. There's so many angles. I I don't agree with it because we aren't. We talked about this a lot. The society of things, sitting them in chairs, having them do these things that aren't their natural nature, and then making them wrong and bad for it. There's a bunch going on because then there's their diet and then the sugars and the corn syrups that are that are kind of messing with them and the uh, screens. And so it's a it's a bigger thing, but the medication isn't the solution. Again, we're looking at the holistic classroom and the education system and how we educate our children. And again, as you were saying, the teachers just wanting them to be like zombies, but I don't think the teachers want that. It's that bigger holistic issue that we're talking about here with big pharma. It's like nutrition and getting outside and actually having your feet on the ground and having daylight and like basic things that human beings need and not all of this, like, of course they have ADHD. You look at the screens, you look at the the video games. So I think... The medication is just, oh, well, let's just put a Band-Aid on this bullet wound, and we don't want to really deal with it. We don't want to do the hard stuff. So I don't I don't agree with that. I think there's lots of ways to – there's a lot of medicine, and it isn't always pharmaceutical. Well, you, you just said the magic word, putting a Band-Aid on it. That is really the magic thing. So listen, I, I want you to think about this as we take a, a fast pause here is this. Listen to this numbers here, folks. In the past decade – okay, we're talking just the past 10 years – pharmaceutical companies – spent almost two and a half billion, with a B, billion dollars to influence politicians. These are the lobbyists in Washington. So when Jenna and Taz say, well, yeah, yeah, no, we don't have all those crazy commercials here and what have you, you know. Well, we certainly have them here, as Missy and Linda can attest to. And two and a half billion dollars, ladies, in the last many years here, that's insane. I mean, we could cure a few diseases just on the lobbying money they're having. I'll tell you, it is over the top. And this whole balance of living a a proper life and a holistic life and feeling good, there's something more to this. And I've really become awake as to what's going on. We, We go after big pharma all the time on America Out Loud. One of our 
experts is Dr. Gary Coles, by the way. He's brilliant. He's an MD, and he does not like big pharma. Let's just say this, okay? If you read his articles, Dr. Gary Coles, K-O-H-L-S, on America Out Loud, you'll find there some of the most scathing articles, and this guy researches everything. He is extensive in his reporting, and we love it when he uh, he goes after it. Again, just go into experts, look for Dr. Gary Coles, and you'll get more than you bargained for, I assure you of that. We're all over this topic at America Out Loud. Make no mistake about it. Hey, listen, we're going to pause right there. We'll be right back in just a moment here. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. So our co-host today, Linda Martinelli, is indeed here. Jenna Smith is here, Taz Thornton, Missy Crutchfield, and myself, yours truly. And we're tackling Big Pharma here. One of the interesting things that... um, it's hard to, you know, during the breaks here, somebody always comes out with something. Linda mentioned that this whole, uh, you know, uh, merger stuff that's going on, that CVS was buying a big healthcare company recently, and actually it was Aetna that they are attempting to buy. Now, this deal hasn't been finalized yet that I understand it, but they are agreeing and attempting. Now, CVS is a major healthcare uh, operation, and they're looking to buy Aetna for 69 billion dollars or as we call that chump change to the pharmaceutical industry you understand (laughs) and you wonder how they're making all this money hand over fist huh i can't imagine friends you know when you got the next pill for the next headache or the next next ass ache or whatever it is you have and they got a remedy to fix it it's just amazing how that works huh I got to, you know, ladies, I'm in the wrong damn business. I need to come up with a magic pill or something like Jack and the Beanstalk will call it, you know? I mean, you know, just put this in the backyard. You'll grow a beanstalk and you can climb to the heavens. I promise you. I mean, we're in the wrong business, ladies. This is where the money is and these magic pills and stuff they're taking. But uh, anyways. We're the good guys. Yeah, I know, I know. But it would be nice to be, it would be nice to be, it would be really cool, Missy, to be rich and wealthy. And But then the problem with that is we'd be ignorant and rude, wouldn't we? Oh, don't, yeah. don't answer that. <laughs> well, Malcolm, I the, pro- the problem, the problem with the beanstalk. <laughs> the, the problem with the merger right. like like this with CVS yeah. is that, that then your healthcare company can direct all of the pharmaceuticals to the CVS network which is the point of a merger like this. And, and that just takes the, so all the drugs that they want to prescribe and the, the brands and so forth, are going to go through CVS. This just, it just doesn't seem like it, it should be allowed to happen. Well, Taz had asked a minute ago, excuse me, while I'm talking to you, I'm eating my yogurt as well, Linda, you'll forgive me. <laughs> so, and your banana. Taz, I, might, I always have a yogurt and a banana. You know that that's my um, staple here, that and healthy cell. That's how I keep it going, ladies, how I keep all that energy. <laughs> so I don't need no pills, ladies. I just need some of this stuff. So I'm good. All right. I never took that crap anyways. And you, can you imagine what they thought I had as a kid? Back to what you were talking about, Missy, a moment ago. Right. Can you imagine diagnosing right. me? <laughs> you would have been like James Ward. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> they had me in a psycho ward, love. Are you kidding me? They'd have thrown it. I didn't take any of that stuff. I 
<laughs> I don't do pills and stuff. I don't like no. medication. No. I don't like pills. I don't like anything. I just like a straight glass of gin is good for me. And that's my medicine. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> so. But, you know, you're, you're talking about, Malcolm, the, the healthy cell and the wonderful nutrition pro, uh, pro, uh, products out there right. and supplements. And right. the FDA has a war and has had a war going on with natural therapies Go and, and oh, yeah. supplements. Isn't because that crazy? This, yeah, they, they want to manage disease and maintain manage symptoms disease. for cures. Wow, wow. That's an eye-opener, Missy. That is crazy. Um, I, I, I want to come back to this natural you're talking about. And I know this is so passionate for you. This is a really passionate subject for you, Missy. And I, I, really, yeah. I really appreciate that a lot. And I know Jenna's on this, too. You all are very yeah. passionate about this. I mean, I, I know this. I just I, And I love this. I love it. I love it. Um, and I want to talk more about that in a moment. I want to go back to what Linda's talking about with this Aetna CBS thing and get you all to chime in. Because, Taz, you just said something when she mentioned that coming out of the break there last moment here. And it was that. Now, wait a minute. In the U.K. here, we have this um, this um, group uh, the, with part of government that uh, doesn't allow monopolies, if you will call it, to uh, uh, you know run mm-hmm. the whole program. <laughs> Let me tell you, Taz, the only one that loves to run the whole program is government themselves. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and God forbid anybody compete with them. I mean, think about yeah. that, ladies. God forbid anybody compete with them. No way. Hand in hand with the farmers. I mean, yeah, these guys, I mean, these cats, are, I mean, they got the whole thing locked up. They don't want no competition in the kitchen. Come on, ladies. So well, anyway. Legislation. I know, I know, I know. But they're all full of you-know-what, Missy. Anyways, I, I'll be a gentleman. I'll be a gentleman here. But let me say that that this whole thing about about um, the monopoly that Taz asked, absolutely. Uh, we have, uh, we have, what's the, what's the organization Missy called or Linda in the States here? What, I forget, it just escapes me this moment. They're one of the government agencies that are supposed yeah. to... Uh, FDA, you mean? Well, the FDA is one, but isn't there's a no? There's a monopoly group too. That uh, I'll think of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, it's the Monopolies and Mergers Commission over here. You know, I typed into Google right now, stop monopoly, and you know what I got up? I got I got all the monopoly games up. You know, monopoly <laughs> when you <laughs> park place and, and boardwalk. What do you expect when you put stop monopoly? That's what you're going to get in. I love monopoly. <laughs> that game, monopoly. Oh, Malcolm, you and I, one of these days, we're throwing down monopoly, baby. Oh, that's going to be an <laughs> evening. I'll tell you, that's going to be an evening. Yeah, I'm all for that. I love playing. I'd love to play monopoly with you there in the absolutely in the UK. We'll do that. I'll get out there and we'll play monopoly. <laughs> yeah. We'll play so, Malcolm, big this, Go ahead. Th- this ends up being being a bigger problem than than pharma. It ends up being a problem with the entire healthcare and medical industry, just starting from the ground up because it, it it's a cycle here. So you no longer have access to your doctor like you used to have. You have all these layers in between, and the doctors get paid such a small percentage now from what they used to get paid. It's, it's not profitable for them to treat you in a way that, that takes time and energy and testing and um, all these types of things. It's easier for them to give you a drug now and send you away because that costs them less to do that. So Linda, what I'm it, seeing we, is we've that just to, created a whole system here. To your that point, let me try to something with you because you're on a great mm-hmm. point, and I want you to keep going with this. But mm-hmm. what they're doing, and I think what you're saying, let's make sure because a lot of the backstories I'm reading on this, they're treating the symptoms and not not to if you not the wellness part of this for you to be well and have a more quality life. Isn't that the problem with healthcare in general, Linda? 
Well, it, it is. And it's twofold, Malcolm, because a lot of people go into the doctor. Um, for example, if you have the flu and it's a viral flu and the doctor will give you antibiotics, which creates a whole nother problem because you're taking antibiotics for something that an antibiotic doesn't work for, but you, the patient, want something you, you want a drug. So we all want drugs now. So everybody wants something to fix something. And, and we're not willing just to wait till that flu runs itself out anymore. So the doctors feel obligated to give you something because they don't want to get sued for not helping you. And right. we've, we've just created this huge the medical nightmare that is so large and has so many facets to it. Um, pharma is definitely one of them. But everything in this entire healthcare situation today still goes back to money and the layers that they've put in. Because when I, when I was young, they had healthcare where uh, it was 80-20, right? So you go to the doctor, there's nobody in between you and your doctor, you pay 20%, insurance pays 80%, and you're done. Right. And now you have IPAs and you have uh, brokers and you have all these people and layers in between, and the administrative costs have gotten so out of control mm-hmm. Everybody needs to make a whole lot more money to pay all of these costs. And we, the consumer, are just absolutely in a terrible place for that. I mean, my employees now have five and $6,000 deductibles, where before they used to have maybe an $800 deductible. And they don't even spend that much on their health care. So effectively, they have no health care unless something catastrophic happens. So th- this is... The whole healthcare, well, the healthcare system, system is totally is a mess. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. It's busted. Yeah. And, and I'm curious to get Jenna and Taz's viewpoint on that. But by the way, before we do, I want to mention to you all uh, that I just found. It's the Federal Trade Commission Act, ladies, there you here go. in the States. Mm-hmm. They are sta- and oh. I knew who they were. Okay. And I just had to you know, get to it and get my shit together here. <laughs> Anyways, the FTC uh, Act, It's a, it, this is a government commission that's aimed at preventing unfair and really, as you would call it, anti-competitive business practices. Again, as I say to you, to be a real smart ass here, the government doesn't like any competition at all. They right. like to control everything. But I haven't said all of that. Uh, Jenna and Taz uh, from our friends mm-hmm. uh, that are abroad here today. So let's talk about uh, this, um, the point that Linda is on here a moment uh, within the, the, the structure of this whole healthcare thing uh, with government versus individual, like you have government mandated insurance in your countries. Is that correct? I can speak to Canada, but, um, yeah. government mandated insurances in what respect we just have to have car insurance. No, in other words, they provide health. I mean, yeah. Oh, they, they provide health insurance. Yeah, That's yeah. what I mean. Mandated. They provide in the health insurance to you. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 yeah it's covered. So you have sort of a, so you have sort of a national, um, um, socialist government program? Is that what we call it? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm in Ontario. So we have OHIP. So you have your, your, uh, your card with your picture and they're very, you know, obviously specific about those cards. Now they're very hard to duplicate and you go in and you have a problem. You go in and, uh, very few things aren't covered. So you have this peace of mind. When I watched the Michael Moore documentary, I was really appalled about, these basic, I mean, Michael Moore. He, don't even bring his name up. I've got to vomit. <laughs> but do you not like him? Michael no. Moore. Oh, I despise the man. He's a piece of human flesh of despicable. Well, to me, it just oh, I like the curtain on the, the I, I wouldn't have really known the healthcare, And like, of course, it's only one perspective. But to just see certain cases and then how much money people have to go bankrupt to just get basic health care. Right. And furthermore, that 
it was really funny to me growing up and realizing, oh, the government was supposed to help the people. Like that's the point of the government. Mm -hmm. And I always had this experience of the government being extremely scary and punitive. Um, And then as I became an adult, I was like, oh no, they're supposed to be (laughs) for the people, but we do have, so to get to the point they we do have our, our medical is covered. Some things aren't covered, especially some pharmaceuticals that you might opt to have or certain things that are voluntary procedures. But for the most part, you can live safely and know, oh, if I fall, I'm okay. Like, I will be covered. Right. Or if I push you, you'd be okay, too. <laughs> I, I love the way you say adult, adult. It's like you're adding something up. Very fascinating. Your accent is almost as screwed up as mine is, adult. Uh, but uh, that is cute. So you're saying, Jenna, uh, that uh, you like, you're, so you like the idea that, that, uh, you, that your government is providing the health care. I mean, it works for you, right? It works for everybody. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. Now, what if you want any cosmetic procedures is that included no 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 there are some like my friend got a breast reduction because there was an actual like medical reason yeah because all of the pain if she if they were to add up all of the medical bills of the chiropractor and the killers then they you know cost reward this makes more sense so that has been okayed and there's very specific tests they have to go through to actually right. be allowed to have that. Um, so I think things my that are sleep- medically driven, they will sort of cover, but you yeah. can prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing cosmetic. And you don't pay extra for this. This is all part of your tax oh, program? This is part of the whole thing, yeah. Really? Wow. And you like it, and the quality is good, and all of that, and yep. it's not like you can't get in there to get something fixed, huh? Well, yeah, they kind of have to know. I live in Goddard, Ontario, like, smaller town and Toronto will have a bunch of clinics and everything like that. But for the most part, you're going to wait. You're going to have to plan to wait, but you can. How long do you wait? Answer. How long do you wait? These days I haven't been for ages, but I heard my friend that was staying there for four Four hours. Oh, four hours. I see. Oh, yeah. God, I would go crazy, honey. I can't be in a waiting room for more than four minutes. <laughs> yeah, so that's but the problem. Four if, hours. And they don't want Mr. Out Loud in the waiting room. I got news for you, you know. I'll have <laughs> if to you tell need you an MRI on your knee, oh, do, an MRI how long do you have brain. to wait? Do you have to wait oh, months for, to get you, it? Yeah, you make the appointment. And so uh, I think it's like take to make the appointment before you go is months or days or weeks. Well, you go and see your general practitioner, okay. which th- that would usually not be as uh, you don't wait for your general practitioner. Okay. So that you just go and see them. But when you have an emergency, you go to the emergency room. That's how long you're waiting. You go and make an appointment with your doctor. You make an appointment with your doctor. That's fine. And that's covered. And I actually had psychiatry covered. So I would wow. when I first decided to become a therapist, I was seeing somebody um facilitating psychotherapy, which is talk therapy, but he had a medical degree. So he had his MD, so he was able to have it covered. So that's a whole other thing is that the psychiatry is also covered. Wow, Jenna, I should be charging all our listeners because I do talk therapy right here. (laughs) I never thought of that. We should have subscription based. You do psychotherapy was not very pretty, Malcolm. Mine mine wouldn't be qualified to me to be. (laughs) Taz, Taz, can you believe she's saying this about me? I mean, what kind of a friend is she? Will you stick up for me, Taz Thornton? What? All right, Taz, how's the medical deal for you? Now, p- pick up where Jenna was just says. I just got, I just learned a couple of things I did not know about the Canadian insurance program. How is it in the UK? Do you relate to anything Jenna just said or, or is she sound like a foreigner? <laughs> yeah, no, there are certainly similarities. I mean, we have the National Health Service over here. What's left of it, at least, you know, and the majority of people 
seem to believe that it's that it's going down the pan and of course the government makes lots of noises about how there's not enough money to fund it um and that's partly i believe fund through funded through kind of national insurance and general taxation and that means that we all theoretically have access to medical support when we need it but of course it's a bit of a postcode lottery over here as well it depends where you live there are some some pals i have in different parts of the country who have to wait weeks for an appointment to see their GP. Uh, you know, by the time they get an appointment, they're probably better. Whereas where I am, where I am, there's there's a, a, a GP practice a couple of villages away from me, and we can just turn up at a certain time every morning and just sit and wait to see someone. So now, when, when you say we, villages, Taz, does that mean you live like where there are teepees and stuff like that? Te- outside teepees? <laughs> I'm just no, wondering. I live I live in a little place that has lots of houses and one school and one shop. I like that villages. Are you also yeah, really. are you also hanging with adults out there as well? I don't know any adults. Oh. <laughs> I know it. I'm I grown up side where I don't ever want to become one. Whatever they are, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I with you. I don't hang with the adults either. I hang with the with the juvenile delinquents, which is uh, more Absolutely. which which are, which are you all, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the company. Uh, so, um, so Taz, so you let's serious now because I, I, then we can get Missy and Linda to talk about this because here's what you're saying because our healthcare here in the the states is completely screwed up. By the yeah. way, Jenna, what did you call your Canadian program again? What was it described? What well, was the name of it? Well, oh, what? I'm in Ontario, so it was OHIP, so Ontario OHIP. Health something OHIP. card. But that gives you OHIP. anywhere you walk in and you have your health card. So you get your, um, if I need to get a prescription, you show your health card, you get your prescription. No problem. Okay. So you call it OHIP. Here in the States, we call it OHEL. So we're similar, <laughs> similar, but not quite. Not quite. Get my OHEL card out, and yeah. And uh, we need to give them hell, actually. So, Taz, with yours, um, same sort of thing the government's providing. You don't pay extra. It's part of your tax plan and all of that. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the tax plan. We all pay tax for it. We all have this misguided idea that it's free, but, of course, it isn't free. It's Isn't subsidized that a pisser when people think that, that when people think things are free, uh, Taz? Yeah. It falls from the sky. That's sort of our indoctrination here in the States. Actually, that's a fabulous segue to Missy Crutchfield, who also thinks everything is free. Uh, Missy, talk to me on that, please. <laughs> well, I, I want to go into something that you opened the show with, and, and you mentioned the U.S. and New Zealand, because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I pulled this up. The U.S. is one of two countries in the world whose government allows prescription drug, drugs to be advertised on TV, and yes, New Zealand is the other one. In 2015, Big Pharma spent $5.4 billion on direct-to-consumer ads and fired off about 80 ads an hour, and that's according to Nielsen. Yeah. So we're looking at the effect of the of the. the pressure yeah and the suicide and all the drugs and then these drugs go into the the you know this this over abundance of all these drugs go into the kids and the the prescription drug problems the epidemic of drugs in america prescription thugs is a good documentary and then you look at lobbyists because the 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 drug companies are literally word for word writing legislation there's two drug lobbyists for every congressional member and in 2013 400 $22,000 were spent per congressman, 
per congressional, $422,000. They have a lockdown on this. It's about 11 companies, parent companies. They spent it on what, Missy? Missy, they spent it on what, love? They're spending it on on uh, each Congress member, their whatever their efforts. I mean, the lobbyists, it costs money to have these people. Well, hold on. We, we, we know they're spending it on women and sex and, 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 and <laughs> prostitution. Well, we know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's get to the point. That's been a national scandal, like, uh, to whatever. But So what else? They're spending it on the uh, lobbyists, you mean, and the pharmaceutical folks and stuff like the, that? Yeah, 400 They spend it on, on customizing things, whatever it is. Uh, that amount of money per congressional member is about 400 is budgeted. So I don't know. Are they trips? I love are they perks? I love this stuff. I love big government. Oh, man. It's like, it's <laughs> like spank me more, mama, please. You know? But they're I mean, writing the, yeah, they're writing word for uh, word, writing the legislation. And these legislators, they're not even reading this stuff. I, I really doubt they are. They're so out of their league. Let's face it, we try to elect good people. Can I convert you to a conservative, Missy? Because you don't like big government either. Do you, love? No, I don't. You're right. I, I mean, so see, Missy Crutchfield, so here's the announcement. The, hold on. Let me, here's the megaphone today. Missy Crutchfield is really a conservative today, friends. Uh, there you go here. No, I'm not. I just, I, I, there's work to be done. But you don't like big government. I, I, I don't like big pharma. I don't like a lot about big government. I think government should should and can do wonderful things. For, so here, here's for, what you're saying. Here, here's, as we pause here now, here, here's what you're saying <laughs> is that we are more in, we have more in common and we are all more alike than we are not. That's the that's the constant yes. denominator here, ladies. Yes. For real. I mean, we're more in common. But, we, but isn't it funny, ladies? We always pick the two or three things that piss each other off and that's what we lead with. It's hysterical, really, if you think about it. You know, this human race business, it's so demented, all of it is, I've got to tell you. But the money, <laughs> the money is to be made. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Let the silent voices be heard. It's the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.com for a wide spectrum of programming from world and political news, societal and cultural stories, law enforcement, our military heroes, and much more. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Hey there, you're listening to Life, Liberty and the Pursuit of Pleasure. I'm here with Linda, Jenna, Missy and Malcolm says life to say Big Mouth. I'm Taz Thornton. We're talking about big farmers and one of the points I really want to bring into this debate is how much we are
prescribing when perhaps we don't need to. And I'm going to talk about a real personal point here. In 2010, my wife was was given the label of multiple sclerosis. And we knew quite a bit about MS because her mum had MS. And when we went to the GP about it, the most he could do was look at the internet and call up some information on the internet and print us off some information from the internet. So we read that. We seemed to know more than he did. And then wow. we were given, a, yeah, then we were given a specialist to go to. And when we saw the specialist, we walked through the waiting room of really miserable looking people in wheelchairs who all looked as if they were just waiting for the end to come. And we sat there being told about what would happen when she had a relapse, when she ended up in a chair, and everything was doom and gloom. And that was the last time we saw that specialist. Now, let me tell you something else. She'd managed to stay medication free. My wife, bless her, is so anti-popping pills unless she needs to. Me, if I've got a headache, I'll, I'll pop up a, a couple. But she absolutely didn't want to go there. And it got towards last Christmas. And she noticed that she was going downhill a little bit. She was starting to struggle to walk. And, of course, we were, we were in fear. We were supporting each other as best we could. We didn't want to go there. We didn't want to even think about it. And I got talking to a guy online. Now, this guy is over in the UK. He's a guy called Adam Stevens who runs a business called Intelligent Eating. And he's a bit of a maverick. And we network in some of the same groups. And I happened to be chatting to him. And he talked about having some successes at working with people who'd been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, purely working with their diet. And so we decided to talk to him and we started working with this guy and he spoke to both of us and looked at what we were eating and, and what the symptoms were. And he prescribed for, for my wife that she went meat-free, dairy-free, whole food, plant-based, oil-free yes. and yes. drank a lot more water. Excellent. And guess what? Within weeks, well, she she's now walking again. No issues. Every now and then she'll get a bit of pins and needles. I'll think, oh, my legs aren't as good today. I need to drink more water. How yeah. crazy is that? And through through working with Adam, you know, with with my past, talking about you know the, the 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 suicidal thoughts I've had in the past and the breakdown I've had, I've been on antidepressants a couple of times. And for me, the big thing is complementary. For me, it shouldn't have to be all alternative in inverted commas commas medication or farm. There's there's a room for there's room for both to work together depending on what works for the client. Yeah. But I was talking to Adam and I would love to find out, I've been trying to do a little bit of research over here to find out how many people have been, for instance, prescribed antidepressants where in fact they're just chronically dehydrated. And we tested this for a while. We found that there were the times in the year where we were just getting a bit testy with each other. And we said, OK, next time we're starting to feel our mood dip, we're starting to bicker, we're starting to you know, just feel that friction. Let's make a pact with each other that we just point it out. We start taking a sip of water every time we get antsy. And guess what? Our mood's improved. Now, how much is this affecting? I think there's a, there's, there's a study somewhere. If we, probably if we searched Google, we'd find it about the, a doctor who started prescribing water to people. I think he got struck off or something. But how much I of that is I think it was in the there? prison. I think that was uh, within the prisons because they didn't have the funds, but they would say, oh, oh you have well, a headache. They gave them water. Uh, like yeah. for whatever percentage, very high percentage of ailments, they said they gave them water. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them improved. Fancy that. But there's not really much money in that. Well, unless you go yeah. to the whole thing where the Nestle guys wanted to start charging and privatizing water, but that's another story. Yeah. So how much of this stuff where we're just being force fed drugs 
right. actually with with different food and I say different rather than better because you know well, perspective with more water fresh air what are we not doing Taz, a few years ago, my mother was, she got some diagnosis. She ended up in a wheelchair, just terrible pain in her muscle and um, could, couldn't couldn't walk. And then she went to an alternative focused doctor in the Adventist mm-hmm. community, put her on a vegan diet and three months back out of the wheelchair, perfectly functioning in the garden, been fine since then, vegan since then. Yeah. So they also did a prison study putting the prisoners on plant-based, I think it might have been Loma Linda oh. or something, on a plant-based diet. And I think it was almost zero recidivism. So yeah. looking at the balance and the nutrition and the water, exactly what you're saying, it works. Yeah. But there's not as much money in that, is there? Yeah, you exactly. can't really patent a broccoli. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prescribe you an aubergine. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's the same with overprescribing the opioids for for pain and so forth because yeah. everybody's getting addicted. the The yeah. suicide rates are huge. The death rates are yeah. huge uh, from from drug overdoses. It's it. I mean, we're really in a bad place with this, and I, it it's a whole lot of factors. It's not just the drug companies. It's also the doctors. It's also the mm-hmm. whole system that encourages us just to. Yes. Give a pill to fix everything. And I totally agree with Taz that we can fix so much by diet and we can fix yeah. so much by exercise yes. and so much by by just realizing that we don't need something for every ache and pain in life. Well, the topic we brought up, that we haven't brought up, is responsibility. And it's yes. not we have a community responsibility, but really responsibility. Oh, I'm having this pain. Oh, I'm having this symptom. And actually going, what can I do about it? What can I stop doing? What can I start doing? And self-educating. I mean, now more than ever, you know, before you really did have to go to the priest to get access to scripture. You had to go to the doctor to get access to the, to the medicinal information. But now more than ever, we have the ability to to find what works. Yeah. But (laughs) do we, do people want to know the difficult answer, not eating what you want to eat, not doing what you want to do? You know, that, so the real thing is responsibility, because if you want to take responsibility for yourself, you're going to pay more attention and have discernment naturally. But in order to be able to take responsibility, you've got to understand that alternatives exist. Yes. And that's the issue. And even when you look at farmers, and this is not to completely bash farmer, because I do believe that there is a place for pharmaceuticals. It's just the balance we've lost. But if you think about it, even the doctors, if you think of a really old school doctor, they might be saying, well, you know, I prescribe exercise. You know, you go right back to the origins of medicine and they were prescribing, you know, the different diets and the arts and exercise. And we've we've lost all that. But if you think about it right at the training ground, even in the medical schools, when the when the, 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 the theaters are, for instance, sponsored by one of the big farmers, Oh, well, wow. you're not going to go in there and want, you know, well, th- this whole room, this whole training ground has been made possible by insert big farmer here. You're not going to think, well, I'm going to walk into that room and give somebody a few sips of water and a courgette. You know? mm-hmm. So how do we get to the point of education? Because people cannot take responsibility. A, when we're still we're stuck in this brainwashed swipe my credit card and get it now mentality. And mm-hmm. B, when we absolutely put all our trust in the medics. Right. Yes. And then yeah. how do you compete with the $5.4 billion spent on direct-to-consumer advertising? So, Precisely. You know, yeah, yeah. 
you just it goes back to that accountability that that individual responsibility to find out and discover what you know what what how to heal your life and that food yeah. is medicine that exercise that fresh air hey we're supposed to be out barefoot and our feet in the touching the earth to, for that magnetic yeah. balance most people aren't aware of that and who yeah. gets 45 yeah. minutes a day you know i mean you can get an earthing mat but i mean all of these things we're we're we we're part of this planet and we want to you know pr- pretend like that we we're we're functioning out of you know i don't know the way we're destroying As machines <laughs> yeah machines. Yes. yeah yeah the the disconnect and what i find in the mental health industry when we were talking about big pharma there's a and we were we were speaking to this but the the prescription drugs instead of the holistic level of i have had so many clients that have had a bad thing happen and you know good and bad is a whole thing but they genuinely feel depressed they genuinely feel sad and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And so instead yeah. of actually finding out what's been going on lately, well, this person in particular, his best friend died in a fire. Like, yeah. hello, of course he's feeling sad. Yes. And then, oh, well, let's give you these medications. And yeah. so he never felt through the feelings. Finally, he came to me through referral and we're yeah. like, Hey, you know what? These are just really difficult feelings to feel. Let's do that together. Why is that not yeah. in the health industry and the nutrition? And they're not because it's making money back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Good point. Good well, and it's easier. It's just easier to prescribe something than to have to go through that whole conversation about what's yes. happened. Doctors don't have time to do that. Yeah. And yeah. and we all want instant gratification. So yeah. I mean, this is this the even, trouble, isn't it? Yeah, this mm-hmm. is even in in the animal world where my daughter in law's dog just has some sort of skin condition and they prescribed a very, very expensive drug for it. And she called me and she said, you know, I I can't afford this drug. And I said, well, let's stop here and let's figure out what's wrong with the dog instead of just prescribing something. Well, it was a very simple diet change. The dog is allergic to beef and, Uh and it had beef in its dog food. It's the same thing with people. We need to figure out what the problem is instead of just covering it up with some Exactly. drug and, and then you have all the side effects mm-hmm. from the drug and then you have to take another drug to get rid of the side effects from that drug. You know, yeah. it's interesting. You just bring, brought up animal health care in my last kind of big corporate role before I went into kind of coaching and speaking and, and doing the stuff that I did, do now, I was publishing director for a series of, of veterinary magazines. So I was working very closely with a lot of the, the big, big pharmaceutical companies and there are some amazing people and you know, it's, it's not all bad. But there's a really interesting system over here with, with animal health care. I don't know what it's like over in, in the US and in Canada, but over here there's a system where in order to legally comply and to, you know, to, to not risk getting struck off as a vet, you have to try all the, uh, the, the drugs and the remedies that are specifically written down in this cascade system. So you have to try all the pharmaceutical products and all the recommended uh, drugs and remedies first. And it's only once you've been through all of those that you can legitimately say, well, let's try this. Either let's try this medication for humans or let's go alternative. So there, were, there was a while over here where a lot of the kind of homeopathic vets were, were in, a, in a bit of a difficult place because purely by offering homeopathic medicines, for instance, and not going to the cascade, they were immediately breaking the rules. So it really is tied up. Well, ladies, I'm back. <laughs> we missed you, Malcolm. We missed you. 
that, that, that's my million dollar question. Did you really miss me? Or it sounds to me like you don't even need me here. You can do the show without me, ladies. Wow. No comment. No comment. I'm impressed. Yeah, no comment. Watch it, Miss Donald. Man, I, I'll tell you, I love listening to you all. You're just outstanding. I stepped away while you bought the show back, so I have no idea what your back intro was, but I'm sure we'll find out soon enough, Miss Taz. And, but I'm listening to you all, and what an engaging conversation. My golly, wow. I would definitely listen to this show, by the way. Good. As I was just listening, from a listener's standpoint, I never get a chance to do that. Anyways, I want to say to you, as we um, wind down here, this is awesome conversation. There's a lot more to what we just talked about very clearly within the balance of this whole conversation. But everything in life comes back to lifestyle, lifestyle. And, you know, there are those who live to eat and those who eat to live. Think about, think about what I just said there, number one, when it comes to yeah. lifestyle. But, Taz, you opened my eyes a moment ago, too, when you're talking about the water. Now, you can't underestimate what H2O can do for you <laughs> because I drink yeah. a ton of water on a daily basis. And you're saying, so what's happening is, Linda, like you're saying, we're not focusing on being well, you see, and a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, yes. That's what it's about Absolutely. is lifestyle, I think, you know. You just, I was, I was listening to you in the last episode. I, I, the four of you could have your own show tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Let's do it, ladies. Let's do it. I know, yeah, because you're just truly all amazing. I, I see a lot of things happening from this as we get into the new year. There's going to be some more superstars come from Life, Liberty, Season 2. There's no question in my mind. Amazing, amazing season, friends, we are having here. Extraordinary people. Unbelievable conversations. I mean, you can't make this shit up. That's all I'm saying to you, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> you can't make this up. I mean, it's all here. It's in living color every day. Thank you for being part of this journey again with us. We're looking forward to a great new year with all of you. And we sincerely thank you for being part of this whole experiment called America Out Loud. Linda Martinelli, Jenna Smith, Taz Thornton, Missy Crutchfield. This is Malcolm Out Loud to be continued, friends.